Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Yeah, it's the Cigar Pulpit, see? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of Bird, Nick. And with me tonight, we have Nick Squared. We have Nick Gervais. Owner of uh, My Monthly Cigars and uh, Fucking Good Coffee. Doing his best Al Capone impersonation, apparently. Yeah, see, apparently this is Al Capone. I think I'm going to talk the whole show like this. Maybe you know don't. Maybe, maybe. What do you think? Maybe, maybe don't. What do you think? Hey, Coppa, uh, what do you think? I'm not, not sure that's the best idea. So yeah, everybody's, everybody's tuning off. Everybody shut the dial already. <laughs> She's, what a pair of gams on that one. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. I so know where to go with that. Tonight, we're going to be smoking a special cigar from Villiger Cigars. Uh, we're going to be smoking the Villiger Miami 2023. This is a limited production cigar. Only 10,000 cigars made. It is a size. They're calling it the. Say uh, it. Uh, 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 Say it. Canonzo. 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 I don't even know how to pronounce that. Look, it's a, it's a, it's a five and seven eighths by 53. Uh, MSRP on this cigar is $17, and it comes in a box of 10. Um, now, the description of this cigar is that it is a medium-bodied smoke delivering notes of leather and coffee at first, transitioning to walnuts with a touch of brown sugar, and then it has vanilla and cinnamon finish. Handmade in the Dominican Republic at the ABAM Cigar Factory. It features an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, undisclosed binder, and filler that is also undisclosed, but with Peruvian tobacco. So that is the Villiger Miami. My, my, Miami. Hey, I got one of those. Hey, look at you. You do have one of those. Look at that. Yep, yep. So. I do. Seventeen dollars. I bought my first house for seventeen dollars. Hey, uh, it was a ranch, three bedrooms. <laughs> Damn coppers came and busted the door down. Anyway, I had the old lady there one day. She ratted me out. She said I was downstairs making wine. See, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's too late, man. It's, Let's just smoke. It's time to cut the cigar. And the official cutting is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder over there at Riverman Cigar Company. And guys, he's got his big event coming up on Saturday, September the 30th. He's got cigar rollers coming. He's got live music. He's got food. He's got a full humidor. I don't know what else you could want. He's got that 1,500 cover or 1,500 square foot covered patio. So make sure you bring your lawn chairs and hang outside and have a good time there. Uh, Dan always brings out the good cigars for this event every year. So I know there's going to be all kinds of great cigars on sale at Riverman Cigar Company that day. And uh, so if you're in the St. Louis area, make sure you swing by and party. If you're not in the St. Louis area, well, you're missing the party. And, um, you know, but you can still take part by giving Dan a call because he does do mail order. So you can get a nice shipment of cigars shipped to you at your house. So you can give him a call, talk to him, Miss Cindy, somebody else there, and uh, have some cigars sent to you because they'll walk you around the humidor over the phone. But that's Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. And now it's time to go ahead and cut the cigar. So I've been looking forward to trying this. I've had the Villiger Miami in the Lancero. Uh, this is the first time that uh, I'm trying it in, I'll just call it the Toro size, you know. I know it's got yeah. a fancy name, but, you know. Um, yeah, I don't even want to pretend to Whatever. know how to pronounce it. I was going to say, at this point, I just, I'm going to go with uh, Toro. I'm going to give it a Not v- even sure. I'm going to give it a V-cut. 
Oh yeah, I am. I, it's been a been a minute. Does that mean I gotta go V? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to do. I don't know what you want to do. I know. I, I definitely can do whatever I want to yeah, do. But I mean, you know, should I go V? Go V. You know what? Let's let's be on the same page. Go V. Why not? It's not just a V. It's a deep V. It is a deep V. Have you ever seen that skit on uh, SNL? No. It's one of the best ever. It's with Ben Stiller. Okay. And and Andy Samberg, and okay. they go shopping for. He goes. Andy Samberg goes shopping for like new shirts with his girlfriend. Yeah. And she's like, how about this V-neck? He's like, I'm not, I'm not a V-neck guy. And then it pans over and it's Ben Stiller with this like gross wet hair. And he's just got a V-neck and he's like, okay, I'll try it. And they have a V off. Like the, the oh, V's get Lord. deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of the best. It's, it's really good. Okay. All so, right. Nope. Haven't seen gotta it. Look it up. Um, <clears throat> so we'll give this guy a cold draw here. See what we get. Sure. On the, uh, I mean, I'm expecting this. It says medium, right? I'm expecting this to be a straight medium at most. It looks, but that's based on looks. So I'm not gonna not gonna judge it yet. But raisin. I was get the raisin. just about to say raisiny sweetness. Yeah. Raisiny sweetness on the cold draw. Super, <clears throat> super prevalent. Raisiny sweetness. Well, we are kicking ass right now. I on know. Flavor notes, right? right? I mean. Yeah, yeah. Now I changed for the purposes of uh, you know continuity, I so did that too, it didn't. Actually. <laughs> that is cold. <laughs> it's like you know whatever. Uh, All right, I'm firing yeah, this so, thing up here. Me too. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about uh, the new or the additional podcast bonus. Yeah, the bonus content, content. Right? exactly, which that will be, be available on uh, on this feed. So you know, if you get the cigar pulpit, you know, podcast, then you know you'll also get that too. It'll come to you free of charge, no additional cost. Oh, we're not doing a Patreon? Mm-mm. Patreon.com charge you for the same shit you're getting for free. Well, dude. 25 cents. I know. I have a problem with that just because, quite frankly, I don't have the time in the day to do what I want to do for this at a free level. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know I'm not going to be able to have time to do additional work for this. If people were actually giving me money and expecting something additional from me, so oh, yeah. too much pressure. It's, Screw it's that. too much work. So it's like, yeah, you know yeah. what? It's, I'm not gonna mess with it because, and also like, I, I, I don't know. There's a lot of tax liability that comes in with a lot of that stuff too. And and like somebody was telling me the other day that I guess with eBay now, eBay sends you like a 10.99 or whatever at the end of the year. Like, it's like crazy. You're like so like they're. Uh, essentially they're forcing you to do like people were getting by with like just doing under the table transactions through eBay. And I guess like eBay is like essentially forcing you to do your taxes with it now. And well, cause uh, they're getting taxed, and, right? Yeah, like, I would imagine. As, so as a big business, they're a business like yeah. you're doing business under them. You know, they're paying the tax and I don't know. I wonder if it has to do anything with like uh nexus, you know, which is um, so like in the cigar industry, if you, so like, uh, so if I don't have to pay a state tax yeah. out of state, out of the state that I'm located in. So I'm, I'm out of Ohio. I don't have to pay a state tax on cigars I sell in, you know, different states until I hit a threshold. Yeah. And that threshold is extremely high. And really, I, I don't know a lot of people that are, are a lot of the brand owners probably are paying it. Then they have to cover the sales tax because yeah. technically 
as a consumer, when you say you buy cigars online or yeah, online, yeah. you have to pay that sales tax. Yeah. Now they're also charging the excise tax too yeah. on top of it, which is that to me is they're just getting recouping their costs instead of putting it into the price of the cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I mean, I pay excise tax every, all the brand owners, you know, we pay the excise tax when we purchase cigars wholesale and everything. So it's uh, but that differs from state to state. Okay. So it, it all depends. So yeah, if you look at like the big online guys, you can see their new charges. They have all that stuff and they think it started like a year ago. And I think that's because of all of those tax laws, Interesting, uh, which is wild. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, because they never used to do it, right? You never. And why did you think that's why they were in Florida and Pennsylvania? Exactly, you know? they were dodging a lot of the tax stuff. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. So. Interesting. Um, so right off the foot, I mean, this is an extremely smooth smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, I mean, it's it's drawing wonderfully, um, and it's just it's a very smooth smoking experience. The retro right away is gives it that a little bit more oomph for sure. Um, you're not getting that on, on, on the cigar itself until you retro. It's got a nice little kick to it. I like it. Yeah. I think it brings out a lot of it, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, and this cigar, this is like smoking a fucking coffee table leg compared to what we just smoked. That's on the true. Other show. That's true. <laughs> this thing feels so thick in my hands. That's what she said. That's what she but, said. Um, <laughs> Every night, baby. Oh my um, god! Yeah, it's, um, this is crazy. It feels so because what did we just smoke? Like a, a forty? Yeah, like a forty. We think. Yeah. Yeah, it was bigger than a thirty-eight, so I'm guessing mm-hmm. like a forty. Yeah. So we've gone from a forty to a what I say fifty-four? Yeah, fifty-three. So this is. So yeah, fifty-three. That's an odd size. Yeah, you normally see fifty-two, fifty-four, Ooh. fifty-three. Yeah. It's kind of that little in between there. It's interesting, but. I wonder if it was a happy accident, you know, or something like that, or maybe. if it was on purpose. I don't, you have to I ask Renee. It's it's unique. Well, I, I the reason that we are smoking this is I did want to give Renee a shout-out because um, Villiger, as a sponsor of the show, you know, they were very generous, and they sent me some awesome um, – I don't want to say prizes, uh, things for goodie bags. I'm not going to necessarily get into exactly what. That's going to be a surprise. But uh, you saw it. And uh, but no, we have some awesome stuff for the goodie bags for everyone who attends Pulpit Fest. So Pulpit Fest is coming up uh, rapidly Friday, February or February, Friday, September 22nd. Get your tickets now. Say if I get February, (laughs) nobody wants to come to St. Louis in February. Uh, Friday, September 22nd and Saturday, September 23rd. Um, and, uh, so that Friday night at top shooters, um, starts at four. That's where I'll be giving out goodie bags to everybody attending. And let me tell you, uh, Renee, you, you, you stepped up in a huge way that I did not expect. And, um, I am, I'm extremely grateful and everybody else attending will be extremely grateful too. So, um, big shout out to Renee and the fine folks at Villager Cigars, but yeah, very, very, very generous. Very I saw it guys. Yeah. And, and it's, uh, worth way more than the price of admission to this thing, which of course is free. I was say considering so. it's free for <laughs> sure. I was going to say. This but, should make up for Nick not paying for your hotels and the party bus and all that. I would hope so. so. I would hope so. Yeah, and we can thank Renee for it. Yeah. But um, no. you're going to be happy you got this instead of 
all that other shit. <laughs> yeah, this is way better. Pay your than... own way, you goddamn. Grow up. I mean, yeah. I, look, come on. It's, <laughs> Be an adult. It, the cost of hotel rooms have skyrocketed. The cost of gas yeah. is skyrocketed. Dude, gas. My God, gas around here. Out of here control now. Has... Dude, yeah. When? It's like four when bucks. Did it happen? It's like four bucks all of a uh, sudden. It's not four yet. Oh, yeah. no. I, mm. I, Dude, today, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I was doing my deliveries today, and I came to a gas station on one end of town, and it was 388. And I'm like, man, I can do fucking better than 388. I'm going to go to the other side of town where the other gas stations are. Went on the way to the other side of town. And mind you, I'm coasting on fumes at this point. So I had to get gas on the other side of town since I made uh-huh. this commitment. Fucking 399. So I crossed the town to find that it's gone up another dime. And I'm like, well, yeah. okay, I guess I'm getting it for four bucks a gallon. It was a $72 right, here's bill. The thing. I was so So pissed. not to sound like. Not to justify it, because there is no justifying it, but if you think about it, you just spent an extra, what, dollar eighty. I don't know how big your tank is. I'm assuming you got a, what, an 18-gallon 18, 18 tank. 18-gallon tank, yeah. They so spent an extra dollar eighty. I know. In the grand scheme, it still it sucks, because that adds but see, up. But... The sucky part is, had I been able to, or had I thought ahead, and crossed the river and mm-hmm. gone over to Missouri, where it's, um, I think, three fifty nine a gallon? I mean, yeah, that's now you're talking right now. now you're talking forty cents difference between the four dollars yeah. and that. I mean, eighteen times forty. I mean, you're forty. You cents. can buy a fucking I mean, size Snickers bar that's, with that. That's, that's a, a solid. That's a solid five bucks. And let me tell you, yeah. five bucks every fill up. You know, I fill up what twice a week. I mean, oh, wow. five bucks every every you know twice a week. Now you're talking ten dollars a week, fifty two weeks of the year. Yeah. Get a lot of gas, bro. It's like five hundred bucks a year just in that additional money that I'm spending in Illinois versus Missouri. That's why I jumped the river. It's wild. You yeah, jump- I don't know. All of a sudden, it, it, speaking of jumping, like the prices just jumped all of a sudden. I, I know. I don't know what happened. Like I just all of a sudden, I'm like, wow. When did it come? Like it's like three fifty something around here, and like it was just literally like three twenty nine. I feel like I got a always- friend of mine who's right now down in Dallas, and she found it for three twenty nine. And I was like, oh, my God. She's like, is this cheap? I'm like, yes, that's cheap. Yeah, it is. That is send way cheap. Get it there. Send, send us some. Get some Get some big old barrels and load them in the back end of your car. <laughs> Wait, I think that's probably a bad idea. But anyway. USP- yeah, yeah. Send it to USPS. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Why would you, why would you drive it up? Yeah, whatever. You know? <laughs> Every, <laughs> throw, it, throw it in the, you know. Uh, uh, milk jugs. Get some milk jugs. Just bring yeah. it up. Yeah. It'll last. Your yeah. car won't stink. Nah, no, nah, just don't slosh it. It'll be fine. <laughs> drive dear, safe. Dear, yeah, drive safely. You know, Don't take your corners <laughs> too fast. It'll be fine. <laughs> no big deal. Um, yeah, I just, I, dude, it, it's just, it's, it's getting ridiculous these days. I mean, I got a letter in the mail the other day that my rent at my place is going up by 50 bucks starting in November. So, you know, now granted, I complain about that, but um, in the grand scheme of life, my rent is very cheap in comparison to other rent. And my neighbor and I were talking about that before you and I sat down to record how he got Mm -hmm. the letter, too. And he's just like, yeah, I know. He's like, it sucks. But at the same time, it's still cheaper than anything else you can go out and find. And I'm like, no, there's some truth to that. Now, do I wish my landlord would, you know, I don't know, replace all the fucking windows and and the drafty ass patio door? Um, so that my heat bill doesn't go up by two hundred dollars a month starting November, you know. Um, yeah, you don't I have do. to. I wish, don't but have uh, to. he's gonna get a renter either way. So 
I know, I know. Um, but he's citing like economic reasons, and the thing is, I know for a fact because I talked to his brother. His brother built this place in 1985, so like this place <laughs> is long paid off. So it's not like he's got a mortgage on it that he's needing to like you know adjust. That's why he's been renting it, yeah. So like he's just been renting it for like forty something, forty years. So it's like, come on, dude. Like you know, <laughs> you're just you're you're nickel and diming me, but whatever. I'm bitching about my rent. The rent's too damn high. So the rent's too damn high. The Gas rent's- is too high. What food. else are we going to bitch food. about today? Food. Now, see, get yourself some food for his real going expensive. To, going to the damn grocery store requires a loan these days. Although you I need will, a job there, I Nikki will, boy. You I can will. have your run numbers for me. See, yeah, run numbers go. every day. <laughs> there you go. I will <laughs> say I went to this one grocery store near me, and I found that they have a cabinet humidor up near the cash registers. Um, it's good to know because in the town that I was in, there's no other place to get cigars. I mean, short of a gas station yeah. where you're going to get, like, black and miles and that kind of shit. But, like, there's no other place to get cigars. So, like, that was kind of nice to learn that that was there. Granted, it's a lot of, like, Altidus General type products. You know, maybe a Fuente sure. or something. It's, it's the but it's there. It's the big boys, but it's there, you know. So, it's something right. that I'm now aware of. So, that's kind of nice, you know. It's always nice it's to know cool. your options. So, yeah. Yeah. Get yourself some groceries and a cigar. Right. It's not a bad night. They're expensive. Um, overpriced for for where they are slightly, but yeah. I think it's one of those things where, you know, um, it's one of those deals where there's no other competition around. So I mean, why not? You know, right, um, right, right. But I mean, but even realistically, it was overpriced to see. I don't know, maybe not, because I don't really shop those brands all that much. So realistically, I don't, I don't know. It felt a little high for some of those brands, but it, that could just be my own personal bias coming into play. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So so maybe not. I don't know. But, um, no, it wasn't bad. On my side of the river, I tend to just hit total wine. There's 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 not a lot yeah. of not a lot of options on my side of the river. I have to jump over to Missouri. That's where all the cigar shops. I think there's like maybe. Uh, there's one, two, maybe on my side of the river. After that, you got to jump to Missouri. So, mm. I don't know. Whatever. Need more need more shops by your van uh, dude, down by the river. The problem in Illinois, there are so many problems in Illinois, but like I, anybody starting a cigar shop in Illinois is just ignorant because the mm. law, the laws are stacked against you. You're not going to be able to make it work. Right. No. Well, I mean, it's tough either way, like mm-hmm. especially now prices and on everything the way they are. But, you know, hey. Listen, for those of you who tuned in uh, to hear, you know, two yeah. guys, two, two guys does bitch about price. Yeah, we're bitching about money. Goddamn <laughs> kids. I don't know. They're rock and roll music. Uh, I don't so, know where that came from, but yeah. Hey, hey, get off you know what I've been doing? What have you been doing? <laughs> Trying to figure out what the fuck I've been watching. I am not prepared for any. Like, you want to get into that already? Segments? I mean, my God. No, we're like, no, only no, like 19 I'm not minutes. Ready. We're only 19 I'm, minutes into this. You can't be ready to do that already. Oh, we're. 19 oh so we're almost done um no, not quite <laughs> this isn't a nick solo episode here or something where i oh. where i go super short with it because it's like just me yakking like this is a yeah. this is a nick squared where we're supposed to have witty insight and fun conversation and, and apparently three hours of content so yeah no shit let's see what we can do let's well, see what we can come up with we're doing our typical thing where we don't really have much to start with and then we stumble into something but we're gonna fall into something for at, sure at some point, um, i don't know there are a couple things I would like to fall into, but I wouldn't put it on 
uh, I wouldn't record it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. There's a couple of things I'd like to fall into, too, but I don't want you anywhere yeah. near it when that happens. Um, <laughs> um, I think, I think did we're you, Okay, so, now. like, I wasn't, totally were. random subject. Of course. The Webb Telescope, all right? Webb Telescope. It's, it's, it's W-E-B-B. It's, it's named after somebody. The Webb Telescope that NASA has, where they've been getting these pictures, these awesome, like, space pictures, right? Okay. They found a planet. Bigger than Earth. No, but it. That's had, what I thought I saw. But it, it's like it. It. It's the kind of planet that they think could support life. That they're now Excel looking. Planet K two eight B. Is that it? Two eighteen Bs. Yeah. 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 Planet, That's the one. Habit- so yeah. Habitable zone. Yeah. Hmm. And they're saying that like it's got like oceans. And they're thinking that, you know, and all that. And so it's one of those things where they're thinking where now instead of looking for necessarily like the types of particles, they're looking for elements uh, on the planet that would make it hospitable to life, such as like oceans and that sort of thing. What? So could we like move there? I mean, I don't know. I mean, you'd have to figure out if the atmosphere is good for us and everything. And also, let's be real. I have no idea how far away this thing is. It might be one of those things where it takes like multiple generations of people to live and die in a spaceship to before we actually get there. But kind of like know. the olden days when they come over, like on a cross from California. Oh to yeah, Massachusetts on a on a wagon and like six people in your family die. Yeah, on <laughs> of dysentery. You know, yeah. fucking Oregon Trail type shit. You know. Um, now nah, I figure before long we're gonna be like in Wally. We're just gonna be a bunch of fat fucks living in little motorized scooters in a spaceship with like robots feeding us and crap. Because you know whatever. But um, no, is, I just I thought I just thought it was this really cool. cool. I thought it was really cool. And and <clears throat> you know it's one of those things where NASA is kind of getting. I, I I feel like SpaceX and some of you know Bezos and his penis rocket and various things like that. You know. There's been a lot of like attention to space travel, and the the private companies have gotten a lot of press and publicity. NASA isn't necessarily going up near like you know they're they're kind of farming that out, but it seems like the yeah. research side of things with NASA has been like amped up, and you're hearing more and more. And I just I find that to be so fascinating, just the shit and that Webb Telescope, man. They're they're getting some awesome stuff from that. Do you think they're they're trying to keep up to like be relevant? I think what I mean, NASA is not ever gonna well, not be relevant. I but. think what you're seeing is I think you're seeing a shift. Whereas before NASA was like the place, it was just like right. everything happened at NASA, be it research, travel, um, whatever. I think what you've had is you've had the market come in and basically say, "We can do space travel, and we can do it cheaper and more efficiently, and you know, blah blah blah." And so NASA is kind of sitting back on like. I mean, I guess I'm guessing this. Maybe it's a giant race, and maybe NASA's super pissed at you know SpaceX and Bezos and all the rest of them. But what I suspect is that they've kind of looked at it and said, "Look, we have a finite budget. Instead of blowing all of our budget on both research and space travel, let's let SpaceX go and do some missions and do the do the travel portion of it, and then at the same time." We can concentrate heavily on research and that sort of. I think it, it's a private, public private partnership, I think, is where I think this is all heading. That's just hmm. my guess. I don't know. But I find it fascinating. I think it's really cool. 
It's interesting. Yeah, no, it can make sense. It's almost like let those guys. We're gonna figure out what's up there, mm-hmm. but let them waste the manpower to try and get there. Yeah, let them waste we'll, the money we'll and the manpower, and and uh, you know, at the same time, then we'll come along and we'll tell you what it is. You know. Did you see those? Um, not not. Did you see? Speaking of space, did you see those uh, Mexican alien bodies that they they rolled out today? I, I don't no, know. I have no idea what you're talking about. There, it's you got. It, you'll see it. <clears throat> they look like little ETs, like gray ETs, and ter- it's it's fake. I've been talking. It turns out it's my pretty fake. Cigar went out, but that's okay. It's fake. It's a, but it was funny because like throughout the morning, you're like holy shit, here comes these. You know, they they open these boxes up like I will boxes. say. I do think the government is very slow walking the reveal. I think that they are slow walking it. I think that eventually it's going to come out. Um, but I think it's one of those things that they don't want to just put it out there and be like, here's E.T., guys, and suddenly we're all just like, holy fuck, and flipping out and running out of toilet paper in the stores and doing whatever else we do when we panic. Think about it, too, is they got to space it out. Like, Because when something bad happens, they want to divert your attention. Mm -hmm. they got to do piece by piece, so... Yeah, you know, not to get political, but that's uh, oh, they totally really do happens. that. It's it's, it's like the whole thing works. about you know releasing bad news on a Friday because nobody's paying attention. Yeah, dude, a Friday on a holiday weekend is an awesome time to release bad news because nobody gives yeah. two shits at that point. But yeah, sure. No, it's I get what you're saying. So yeah, it I does don't know. make sense. But uh, yeah, it would be interesting to know if uh, I, I I think we're getting closer. I think we're. I, will I know with one hundred percent certainty in my lifetime? I don't know, but I do think that we're getting closer to the point where we have an idea, if uh, or, or certain certainty, one way or the other. It, well, maybe you mean one proof. Way or the other. Proof, proof, you mean of, proof. Yeah, you know yeah. that that we're not alone. We have ideas. You know, we have suspicions. Oh yeah. I mean, I many hope. people know, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's government officials that know. Whether it's true or not, they're never going to say it because they don't want to create a widespread panic for no reason. Well, let's think be about real. the doomsdayers. Dude, let's be real. Pants. We saw what happens in this country, in this world, when a widespread panic takes place. And that was COVID. We sure. saw that, you know, there are some people that speculate that was all a, a psychological test and all this kind of shit. I don't want to go that far. It, you know, th- there was something. I'm not saying that there was. But but the thing is, is we saw how humanity reacted to mm-hmm. that. And, I, you know, we failed. We failed. You know. Just wasn't prepared. Like, that's well, yeah, that's I, my I, I point. We weren't prepared. That's what I'm saying mm-hmm. is that we were not ready for any sort of mass issue and you know we panicked we bought toilet paper out we did this we did that we flip shit about i can't go anywhere hell we mm. you know, i mean it's it's just interesting but yeah so let me ask you this about alien related let's say why are they coming here are they coming here to teach us to help us or to take us over why do you? I like, mean, wow. dude, it could then be I have a second question. It could be A, B, or C. Here's my mm-hmm. question: Are they actually coming, or are they sending? Like, I mean, let's look at the Air Force for example. We have pilots in the Air Force that are struggling to maintain their accreditation because they're not getting enough flight hours because we're using so many drones. I mean, mm. are the are these ships that we're seeing in these videos that are being released? 
are they actually piloted spacecraft or are they just alien drones that are coming in and taking pictures and video and shit like that of us Mm -hmm. and sending data back to either a mothership or the home planet? I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. for all I know, we've never been visited by an actual alien so much as we've been visited by alien technology. Sure. Well, you've seen those things. <laughs> what was it? The un- unacknowledged, I think. Yeah. I, I had to watch that. Yeah, the you guy was talking that. about how they're light years. They're like 50 years ahead of us technology-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, they being a who the fuck knows. But here's here's another question. Alien, aliens do come. And they take you... Take us hostage, right? Slight pepper quotient to the uh, retrohale yeah. there as it, okay. as it picked up. Not to like, so, you know, not talk about cigars for a moment. Aliens um, come in. Yeah. They take us hostage. You could be a slave to them or you become food for them. What do you want to be? Oh, slave all day. Yep, Dude, the top two ways that I do not want to die. The top two ways I don't want to die. Number one is I do not want to be burned up in a fire. I understand that after a while your you know nerve endings burn away and apparently it doesn't hurt anymore. Fuck that. I don't want to get I don't want to be a marshmallow. I don't want to be crispy. The other one, I don't want to be eaten alive. And well, one is yeah, I mean one's more realistic than the other unless you're around like crazy animals, right? I'm just saying shit happens, you know. I was out here what on about my drowning. See, I don't want to drown. I don't want to drown either, but like that's probably number 3, but realistically, yeah. like, you know, take this for what it's worth. I don't know how anybody can say this with certainty unless they like technically drowned and were revived somehow, but from what I've read and heard, at some point when you're drowning, um the panic subsides and you just go into this euphoric blissful state and then you just kind of like s- sink away. I don't know if that's accurate because, again, I don't know how you would know that unless you've drowned and, like, somehow came back. And I don't know what the likelihood of that is. But uh, maybe you came danger close to death and whatever. I don't know. But uh, I don't know. I just I, don't see I, myself. But I don't want to do that. panicking like an ass. No, nah, I don't want to do that either. I mean, there's a lot <laughs> of ways I don't want to go. Look, there's only, like, one specific way I want to go. I want to fall asleep and just not wake up, you know? Yes. That's that's I'm, I'm the, is that. the ideal way for me to not go or to, for me to go, mm-hmm. um, but uh, whatever. Yeah, this is a fucking morbid. But but going back to the yeah. animal thing, going yeah. back to the animal thing, dude. I was sitting back here on my patio just a few nights ago, and it's dark. You know, I have the ring light on now, which is why you know it's bright and whatever. But I was sitting out here on the patio. It's dark, um, and chupacabra. Uh, Dude, no. Uh, no. Back okay. by the pond area, um, <clears throat> I hear, harsh. I hear, um, <laughs> a low growl, and I'm thinking like, what the fuck is that? And then Maybe I hear you're hungry. No, I heard. Uh, <laughs> I heard another thing which sounded kind of like a cat hiss. I don't know, but then I heard a fight, an animal fight. And mm. you know, you know how when you hear two animals, those, yeah. you know how when you hear two animals fight, yeah. like you can tell these animals are fighting, they're growling, they're angry at each other, they're doing whatever. One of them's dying. One of them lost. I can guarantee mm-hmm. you because I heard it lose, and mm. uh, the the growling qu- quickly turned to a whimper, and then it became very very silent. So <sighs> somebody yeah. lost, and I do not know what was fighting. I don't know what took place, 
All I know is something won and something lost, and I don't know what won, but it was an animal. And you peed, you peed your pants and ran inside. <laughs> I did not stay out very much longer. No, that's true. Yeah. Um, because I mean, dude, I hear coyotes out in the distance here a lot, you know, and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. What there was one night I was out here on the patio, and uh, where I'm sitting, you can see it behind me. I got the storage thing. Well, over here, let's see if the camera. Fo- I did. Sweet, yeah, the I camera know, followed. Dude. So there's the the pathway that leads back to the other back part of my patio. So I'm sitting underneath the carport here, and I heard the coyotes out in the distance. Didn't think really much of it. At one point, though, I out of the corner of my eye, I see movement and peeking mm. ar- peeking around this corner, around like it was around the backside of the storage thing, peeking around at me. I look down, and I see my brain didn't process it right away, but it was a dog. And, uh. dude, I, I'm not ashamed to admit, I fucking screamed. Because, you know what? I scare easily. I screamed. High pitch. High pitch. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Doesn't matter. (laughs) All I know is I screamed, and I will never forget the look on that poor dog's face of just utter and complete panic. Because Mm -hmm. he was looking at this guy, and all of a sudden, this guy just looked at him and just fucking screamed. And he took (laughs) off running. And I got up and looked, and it was this white dog... I'm, I'm thinking that this dog probably I'm, I'm thinking he got loose from somewhere. Mm-hmm. I tried calling him. He obviously did not come back to me. So no, I, I wouldn't either. So I feel bad because I'm thinking, oh, man, somebody lost their dog and I could have possibly like helped. And instead I screamed at it and it like ran away. So I don't know whatever happened to the dog, but that that's what happened. So. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I'm concerned. Scared turtle popping out your ass there mm-hmm. for a second. Maybe. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, no, don't coyotes don't they don't go up to humans though, right? Not unless they're rabid. I don't think. I mean, most most animals don't mess with uh, humans unless they're like rabid. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, bears. I mean, big bears maybe. You know, if they're bigger critters, you know, they'll come at you. But your average your average woodland creature, not so much. But yeah, I don't know. What do I know? But. I don't remember um, I don't where know. I was going with that. Um, oh, the food! You asked about the you asked about the would I be their oh, slave be or would I be their or, food? Yeah. And what I'm saying is, I do not want to be eaten alive. So realistically, yeah. um, no, I would not want to be their food. I, w- I would not no. want to be their food. No, um, I'd, I'd want to. I'd, I'm down for being a slave because I want to know what the fuck's going on. Well, because there's always that hope at the end of the tunnel that that light at the end of the tunnel, the hope that you can get out of that and saying, come back and tell your story. There's always the prospect of a revolution. You never know. I mean, it could go well yeah. or, you know, whatever. We but, could partner up. I think that will be a good partnership. Right? You know. I don't know. But knows? see, we're also assuming that the aliens are going to be bad. For all we know, it's going to be like the sweet, like, oh, you yeah, know, no long prosper Vulcans coming down mm-hmm. to, like, you know, enlighten us and everything. I mean, I don't want a bowl cut, but I'll hang out with some Vulcans. I don't care. You know, this is the part where we get into the nerd talk. That comes later. We're talking sh- Star Trek. That comes later in the Villager Entertainment Report. No, oh, I, I've had an, I've watched enough Star. I've talked about that on here recently, and mm-hmm. I uh, there's no new Star Trek for me to consume at this moment. I have been consuming some old Star Trek, but I'm not going to get into that right now. So yeah, please don't, please don't. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you one news story that that's blowing my mind. Have you seen the stuff that's going on in Vegas right now with no. MGM? Mm-mm. 
So all the MGM. So anybody out there listening, here, here's a PSA for you. If you have stayed at an MGM property in Vegas, I don't even know, within the last year or two, maybe even longer, who knows, keep an eye on your credit cards that you use. Oh, shit. MGM properties was hacked. Oh, Their no. whole systems were hacked. So since Saturday, places like Aria, MGM, Bellagio, Excalibur, their systems are down. Slot machines are down like crazy. Oh, um, no. Yeah, they got – it's bad. It's real oh, bad. They're, expect, no. they're not expecting this thing to be fixed for a couple of weeks. And what they're doing, what the hackers are doing is what they normally do. They'll get – they have all – um, guest information. Uh-huh. So I've been reading some things where people are like sending private messages, like, please don't give my name, but here's what's happening. Yeah. They're like, go check your credit cards. What they're doing is they're making like, you know, like normally when they steal a card, they're, they're like little do purchases, one to five dollars just to see if it works. And then if it works, they just get boom, just gonna, just gonna go, go to right after it. it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's crazy right now. Supposedly some Russian group called cat something it's like a cat catwalk or something i don't know i don't remember the name of it, but it's it's crazy so I'm if you stayed to, at an mgm property boy i'm trying to think of all the places i've stayed out there in the last handful of years yeah um luckily i haven't stayed uh bally's harrah's the i don't think the, that's part not, of it. not the win but the encore i that's did stay not at part the, of it did stay at the trump sahara sahara yeah, I think the I think those were all clear. Uh, Planet Hollywood, but that was that's a uh, that's a Caesar's property. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I supposedly. I don't think I've stayed at any, any any MGMs. No, that's good. So supposedly Caesar's had a hack at, at one point, and they paid these hackers millions of dollars to just like stop. So it's kind of like a precedent that was set. So they're well, talking about, and I know that that, this is going to happen with MGM. Oh, dude, that happens all the time. I mean, we have mm. there are local governments in Illinois, you know, counties, not not like mm-hmm. the state, but like they'll they'll pick a county and they'll just lock them down. And there was one, it was like one county over from me, actually, Clinton mm. County, um, small farm county. I mean, it's a rural county, right? And sure. uh, they locked them down and basically said, we want you know so much in Bitcoin. And the county, you know, they hemmed and hawed so much that by the time they decided to go ahead and just do the Bitcoin to, like, you know, pay it and take care of it, the price of Bitcoin had gone up. And so basically the hacker people were like, no, now you got to give us this much Bitcoin because you waited so long and everything. And so, like, oh, it was a whole thing. But, yeah, no, this – I'm telling – this is a major issue all over the place that you don't hear about on the regular. Um but yeah, hackers are taking over all kinds of shit, and so many people just pay just to make it go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at it now. Um, oh, Caesars, Caesars is part of it too. Caesars Entertainment. Um, oh no, yeah, God, it, it's wild, man. So wait, uh, I think so. Caesars is also locked down and like you know whatever. I gotta look at that more. Because I, I, that's all sorts of not good. Because uh, like MGM and Caesar Entertainment. Oh, paid hackers who hijacked their systems and shut them down. The FBI has known about the group behind it, but can't catch any of them. Interesting. But um, I did. Oh, they're called 
where is it right here? I'm name is Black Cat. That's the name of the group, Black Cat. Wow. Um, supposedly, this is what it says, but it says all the ransomware group did to compromise MGM Resorts oh, was go on LinkedIn, find an employee, and then call the help desk. So they must have, my guess is if that's the case, they must have pretended to be an employee. They must have got that employee's information. Yeah. Hacked, hacked their computer and then just called the help desk and was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. I'm an employee. And, and that's my guess, if that's true. Wow. How crazy is that? It really makes you wonder, like, with the amount of security that these casinos have for preventing fraud and theft and, and yeah. you know, gambling, cheating, and whatever else, it's like mm-hmm. you'd think they'd have their own like back of the house shit, like lockdown tight. And it sounds they, like they have it, but it's not good. Right. Yeah. Just, that's crazy. Yeah. So I don't think this is going to be the last time it happens. It might be though. Cause I'm sure more cybersecurity companies are going to get involved and they're going to make a ton of money now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they can fucking charge whatever they want. Well, you know? and for fuck's sake, I mean, it's Vegas. I mean, like you got to keep that safe. I mean, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of money flowing out there. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, talk about a town that just keeps getting kicked in the balls, you know? But still survives, yeah. you know, because, uh, I mean, that. listen, they don't survive because people win all the time, mm-hmm. you know? It's a place where the odds are not in yeah, the, you know, Joe, Joe Schmo's flavor. Uh, flavor, I, flavor. <laughs> I will say, man, like, I and I don't know, maybe you disagree with me. It does feel like that town has gotten more expensive over the last couple of years. I know oh, yeah. we, we could blame inflation and everything like that. I still think at the end of the day, a lot of these brands are charging more for stuff in order to recoup funds that they lost during the COVID years. Um, possible. It kind of feels it's that possible. way to me. Um, but let's not forget, too, they they also got a lot of the they did. funding. So they, they recouped. Well, and that, and that's where I question, like, if they are doing this to recoup COVID losses, yeah, have we have we started to get to the point of like we can do it because we can do it, you know? But I think but, it's always been that way. But on the flip side, on the flip side, maybe keeping it more expensive to go to Vegas is not a bad thing because you and I talked about it back in. Um, I feel like it was May, May of twenty one when yeah. uh, when we went out to TPE. Um, yep. the that was the time of the the thirty dollar flight, thirty dollar room, thirty dollar whatever, and like, and you said it then, and I a hundred percent agreed with it. Thirty dollar flights, thirty dollar rooms equal thirty dollar people, and Correct. and that sounds really like snobby, but it does. But it's, it's but it's a hundred percent true. I have never right. in all the trips to Vegas, I've never seen some of the like just utter trash. Like walking around in these in these casinos, like shirtless people and and you know women walking around in like a bikini top is their is their only shirt and whatever. It's like it it just it, there was an element of of trashiness to Vegas that was not present previously or after. That was the only trip that I've had out mm. there that I would say felt that just classless. Yeah, you I know? remember it being. So I remember getting off of um, off of the monorail one night, going back to the hotel, and I, it was just dead. It yeah. was so dead, and there was nobody there. So 
I think for a while the they did the thirty dollar thing, you know, like they they cheaped it out. And Tried got to, back to attract a bunch of people out, and uh, I think it got wrong because they had so much crime and everything, yeah. and they had like, well, yeah, they were having the strip. running gun battles and all kinds of shit. Remember, they going had the on. fucking huge huge brawl at the wind. Like when would yeah. you normally see a brawl at the wind? You wouldn't you during wouldn't. that time because yeah. that's what you attract. Yeah, you know, no, it's um, true. But yeah, I mean, in general, I think Vegas has always just bumped up prices. It's always been expensive, but you know, it's it's the city where money almost doesn't matter a lot of the times. So, you know, you go there, you're like, ah, it's Vegas. Yeah, you know, I what guess. are you going to do? You're not going to get a, I mean, a cheeseburger for thirty bucks. You know, I mean, I will say the last. Oh my god, I'm trying to think of the last time I gambled out there, and I yeah. feel like it was 2019. That I actually did. Oh, you were, gam- were you gambling when I was there? You light, slots. light gambling. Light yeah, yeah. gambling. Yeah. The last time I went out there with the intention of gambling, with a budget for gambling, you know, mm-hmm. was 2019. 2020, mm-hmm. when I went out there for TPE, dude, I I mean, I was running on, uh, like, I did not have much cash for that trip. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 2021 and 22, and then this year, you know, look, I paid for what I needed to pay for. Meals yep. were meals, this and this. Uh, yep. I had a little budget for gambling, little. Yep. But I didn't have the like, hey, I've got five grand to go and right. you know gamble with. Let's let's make it money. You know, let's make it rain. <laughs> I mean, like, sure. yeah. I mean, it's been probably since 2019 that that hmm. was available to me. So, you know, that hmm. either says something about my own personal finances or it says something about the cost of going out to Vegas. Maybe a little bit of A, a little bit of B, but you know, it. Uh, it's definitely yeah, it's, not the it, same. Price wise, it's it's. I think it's always going to be expensive, whether it's more or it's the same. It's always expensive, yeah. you know. You, you kind of got to pick and choose. I mean, there's ways around it now. Like you know, there's ways you can save some money. You don't go and fucking drink the bottle of water in your room every night. The the, the bottle of Fiji that they put in there, uh-huh. you know, because they're going to charge you eight bucks for that, you know, every <laughs> single time. So like for me, simple thing. I I always do because I always stay the Venetian Palazzo and they got a Walgreens right there. Yeah. I check in the hotel. I put my stuff down. I go down to Walgreens. I grab a couple snacks and I grab a, a big case of waters, bring that up to my room. And that's what I have for the three days I'm there. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not just eating that, but it definitely well, yeah. saves, you know? Oh, for sure. Um, because I'm not buying bottles of water as I'm walking around. I did that this past, uh, earlier this year for TPE. When I packed, mm-hmm. I, I made sure I packed a lot of uh, snacks for like the plane, um, which I didn't even touch because I sleep on the plane. Um, mm-hmm. So then the whole time in Vegas, if I were in my room or, you know, whatever, I had my pre-packed snacks already there. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go down and get meals and that sort of thing. Because fuck, man, I mean, just going to that little shop in the whatever hotel you're in, you're paying mm-hmm you know, twice the price for whatever you're buying, you know? Yeah. And that's, uh, and they're going to get it, you know? And the other thing is, have you seen the sphere? Remember how they were doing the sphere? I've seen pictures. I have not seen it in person. It was not lit up. The last time I was in Vegas was CPE. So I haven't seen Mm -hmm. it. I haven't seen it in person, but, uh, Trey Mac actually gave me a really funny story about that. His hotel room apparently faced it. And Mm -hmm. so he said, you know, it's really creepy when you open up, your curtains in your hotel room and there's a giant eyeball staring at yeah. you and i'm like <laughs> you know i think that would be really bizarre it's crazy what they can do with it but now now there's videos out there of the inside 
Mm. It's the largest, largest movie screen in the world. It's insane. It, you know how like IMAX is, is like, you know, kind of takes up yeah. the, dude, this thing. It's the whole freaking inside of that dome. It's ridiculous. You what are they it using up. it for? Surely they're not so just gonna, using it for movies. I would imagine a concert. No, it's going to be an event there. center like U2 is supposed to be. I was like, just about up. to say a concert in there would be badass. Mm-hmm. So you know what they're doing for concerts in there too. This is crazy. So with the technology that they have, which blew my mind when I heard this. So when you have when they have a concert there, yeah, they have headphones for people who don't speak English. Let's say, right? yeah, that they can hear the show in their own language. Wow, isn't that fucking wild? How crazy is that? That's so. Like, cool. is there some sort of like computer that's translating it? It's like they some don't have AI people. stuff. I'm sure. Well, well I'm I mean, sure you got people don't. you got Google Translate. So I mean, like, you know, yeah, exactly. That's the same concept. So theoretically, mm-hmm. some computer is hearing the show and translating it real time. That's awesome. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I think they eventually they want because, like I said before, Vegas has they're full blown now. They've gone from you know, the whole gambling aspect to that being the draw to entertainment, like more so than it ever has been. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's kind of, that holds true with like, um, all the residencies and stuff, especially with like resorts world when that came out, um, they're still building the you fountain. Know, I Blue, haven't been by theirs resorts world. I haven't been by there. Nice. Cause that's where, what is it? The eight lounge. A lounge, yeah. To yeah, bring this back nice. to cigars for a split second. Sure, I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's know, what we're doing. But yeah, but I mean, like the eight lounge, I I haven't been there. You did go. It's there. nice there. You, you went there. Yeah, it was real nice. Yeah, I liked it. This year, or I liked last it a lot. Year? Last year, La- I, like I didn't go this year. Yeah, it was last year, I think. Um, yeah, I went uh, two years ago. I didn't go this year. Okay. No. But um, yeah, it's cool there. Um, you know, it, I don't want to say it's another cigar lounge, but it's a cigar lounge that's pricey. You know what oh, I mean? I mean and it's, that's, it's Vegas. That's what happens in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. Right. But the thing is, when you go for TPE, you got so many cigars that you're getting there. Yeah. You're bringing your own to begin with that you can smoke all over the place. Yeah. So, you know, going to a lounge, I think we talked about it, going to a lounge where you're there, is it really what you want to do? Sure. Maybe one night you go and you sit and you have two and a couple of drinks. Like like the Lounge in Caesars, um, Monte Cristo Lounge is all right. I like the Monte you Cristo know? Lounge. That's where I bought my cool. first we did, We rented a um, – we, we were there for March Madness uh, last year. That's right. You we rented we rented a, a whole day there. It was fucking awesome. It was great. Yeah. You know, so – but stuff like that is cool. But if you want to go in and have, you know, one or two before or after dinner, I think that works, you know. Yeah. Uh, it'd be cool to have like a big group dinner, uh, TPE, if we can get a bunch of people. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, I you know so okay since we're talking about TPE for a moment, um, was it you who was it I was talking to about that the other day? We were talking about the other day. Was it you, you and me? me? Okay, yeah. Yeah. So like, how do you think TPE and PCA are gonna go? I think this year it's I, gonna, I'm gonna be normal. I'm gonna put it in the sand right now, and, and, and okay. this is gonna be my this is gonna be the prediction yeah. for how this goes. Yeah. So you think they're both gonna go like normal? I think it's going to be normal this year, to be honest with you. I think there's going to be a few that don't show to one 
and show to the other. Yeah. Um, which one that's going to be, it's all come down to cost. Obviously, we're only talking cigars, not so much the blue carpet stuff. The, the No, yeah, yeah. No, no, know, no. The, no that, stuff, sure. that stuff's, they're locked and loaded with TP, but we're just talking cigars. Yeah, for cigars. And I think yeah. it's going to come down to cost. I think all the big players are going to be at both. And I think you're going to see some of the mid-level brands only at TP. Really? So you think the mid-level brands... Because of cost-wise. Mid-level and so up? Close. or No, mid mid and below. Really? So you think the little think the, guys are going to go to I think the TV? bigger guys are going to be a both. I think the bigger guys are going to be a both because they can afford it. And see, I, think I, I think the opposite. Medium guys are only going to be at one. See, TV's I, less expensive. Yeah, I get that, but I think the opposite. I think that realistically, if you were to pull... I, I think I heard somewhere that there's like a little over 4,000 cigar shops in the country. Let's say let's say you pull, I don't know, two hundred cigar shop owners. That's that's yep. a decent sample size out of four thousand. Sure. You know, you pull two thousand cigar shop owners and you say you have two trade shows in Las Vegas. One is happening in January, one is happening in March. Um, the one in January, you have cigars, but then you have all this other stuff. The one in March, it's a hundred percent cigars. Which one are you gonna go to? I think that, How much does each one cost? Yeah, but I but for the retailer, for the retailer to go, uh, ultimately, how much does each one cost? Yeah, but I don't think I I think they're gonna pull the trigger on PCA. I think okay. a lot of I think some of these guys are used to. P- oh, my, my mosquito thing is beeping at me. Oh, gotcha. Um, I think the retailers are used to PCA. I think that's the way they're gonna. I thought that go. was your pacemaker for a second. Yeah, I know, right? No, <laughs> I don't have a pacemaker. Yeah. Um, yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, oh. <laughs> there we go. I got a bad um, ticker. See, you got yeah, little, little machine. Tell me uh, die. I, I do. I think ultimately, it's going to be where the crowds go, and I think where the crowds go is going to be where the manufacturers go. And I think before it's all said and done, I feel like TPE was the one that cigar shop retailers were saying, "I'm going to go to PCA." If I have time, if I have money, if I have nothing else going on, I'll consider going to TPE. So you're talking retailers? I'm talking retailers. Or are you talking well, brands? I think it's going to be a domino effect. I think when the retailers ultimately make a decision, and I suspect, I don't know this for certain, but I suspect, look, your gas station owners, your whatever, maybe the guys that have like tons and tons of cash and can afford to go to both, I think they're going to still go to TPE. Ultimately, though, I think your average cigar shop owner is going to go is going to pick one. I think they're going to pick PCA, and I think at that point you're going to see the brands say, "Why am I spending money on TPE when I can just be it?" And I think that's where the little guys and the mid-level guys are going to say, "We can't afford to do both." If the retailers we want to hit are only doing one, we need to go to the one that they're going to, and I think that's where PCA wins it. Okay, I don't I don't disagree with you on that. I think you're right, but that's what you're talking about from the retailer side to start the domino effect. Mm-hmm. From a brand's side, I'm saying the big guys go to both. Oh, the, the smaller look. guys are going to go to TPE because I think TPE has more of the I hate to say it, but the influencer community there. Yeah. And what better way to get some better marketing and better exposure than utilizing these people? Getting True. your brand out there even more because th- I mean, more of those people go to TPE than they do PCA, right? Oh, I would agree with so, that. So, 
Okay. So what that means is that's more social media exposure. That's free exposure for these brands. They're going to be more willing to talk and do the interviews like with someone like yourself. Um, I guess my but, question becomes at that point, not to interrupt, my question becomes yeah, yeah. at that point, what is the value of that versus the cost of not just getting the space at TP, but also having to set up, having to worry about the union charges and everything for all the setup, yeah. the travel for your sales team or whoever to be out there, cost of shipping product out there and back and everything like that. I just, you know, when it all... Yeah, but they pick the one is what I'm saying. They're not going to pick both right away. And this is only for 24. I think they're going to see what you're talking about because I can see that happening with mm -hmm. the retail side. And I think then they're, everybody's going to look at 24 as, okay, who did what? Yeah. And how did it go? And then 25 is going to be, okay, if it's this close again, and that's then, the thing. then I'm picking PCA. 25 is a whole nother shit show because mm -hmm. 25 PCA shifts from March to April down in New Orleans and is now on the same weekend as I think French Quarter Fest, which, yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, that's the second biggest event in New Orleans behind Mardi Gras. So it's more potential customers too. Dude, potentially, but the thing about it is, you're going to have to find hotel rooms and you know, yep. hotel rooms are going to be hard to get and also expensive because of the weekend yep. that it is. So yep. I, I just, I don't know the, the next couple of years with the trade show thing, I think is going to be very interesting to kind of follow how that all goes. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I know we were talking about Vegas and this somehow spun into this, but does, I, does PCA though, does PCA do the same thing as TPE? Like with like the Sahara. So TPE you can get the rooms, at Sahara, does T, does, I don't think I'm PCA does that with the Venetian. Oh, they, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I've never looked because the thing that is, and, and I'm just going to be honest with it, as as a media thing, I need to sign up with PCA as a media partner, which is like I think mm -hmm. a four or $500 annual fee for me to do. See, that's the thing. It, it's and more then that, It is. And it, it, well, and it screens out people, you know, and, and I get mm -hmm. it. Um. And so, well, I mean, let's be real. They've been fighting lawsuits. They need the money. But, um, you know. <laughs> They're going to get it back. Yeah, I know. But uh, but you get my point, though, is that I've never looked because I've never really had an op – I, I mean, I've had opportunity to go um, if I were to spend that money, and I just haven't right. – I haven't valued spending that money to go yet. So that's just Yeah, look, for someone like me, TP is far better right now. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't own, I'm not a big player, you know, I'm not as big, but I think that's why the medium, the smaller guys start with TP next year because they're going to be too, that's too damn close. Oh, it's Vegas. completely too close. Way Especially too close. in Vegas. You can't go back to back like that. No, that's so much. Re that's so much in resources. For your I would company. be very curious to know why that shift took place. I have suspicions, um, but, but I mean, it may be completely innocent. It may just be, this is when the convention center said, yeah, we can fit you in, but you got to do it here. And PCA was like, okay, fine. You know? So wait, what's moving to New Orleans, PCA or PCA TV? is moving to New Orleans. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, I think, I don't know when did, I mean, most people are, are, are putting orders in when? For shops like 
They're not going to get them for well, the most part for a couple months, and right? See, so, and therein lies another thing. I mean, you know, it all depends on the retailer you're talking to. You talk to right. a guy like Dave Garofalo, he's thrilled that it's going to be in the first quarter of the year because he puts in his orders and then the stuff starts Correct. rolling in. And then at that point in the summertime, he doesn't have to pull his team away to go to Vegas in July when it's busy as hell, you know, retail-wise. He can actually, like, and, and have product coming in. But then when you talk so, to when you talk to littler guys, like, for example, Dan – Let's be real. The first quarter of the year, you're struggling to get by because you know the the register. Well, most people not, tighten their belt. The register's in, in, not in the ringing beginning. nearly as well right. because people aren't smoking as much. People are recovering from Christmas, and so they're not seeing a lot of business. So it all right. depends on what you know shop your yeah. level you're talking about. Now I know Dave's talked about mortgage your house in order to get some cash in order because you'll pay it back and blah blah. Look, that I I, I respect that. It's an interesting idea, but even as a guy who doesn't own a shop, when I hear that, I initially cringe at that idea just because I'm like, oh, yeah. my God, that's my freaking house, you know? See, so, I don't cringe at that. I think it's – I get it, and I it's just it. money, especially because it, it's you're living in an investment to begin with, so why not use that if you're going to get it back? I get it. You know, but not everybody knows they're going to get it back. He knows. Exactly. It's different. See, that's the thing. He knows, mm-hmm. whereas your average little guy may not necessarily have that confidence level. Sure. So sure. I don't know. I, it all depends. Yeah, I don't know. I think next year we'll we'll determine it. That's what. That's all. I don't think it's going to be. Um, It'll be interesting. I don't think to we're going to know. Yeah, I just think it's too close together all around. Um, I'm just saying that in terms of predictions, yeah. line in the sand right now. I am saying, for God and everybody, I think more brand. You're going to see less brands of TPE that it when saying look i have to choose one or the other i don't have the budget for 24 or 25 i think 24 i think you're going to see brands that say i don't have have the budget for both they're going to say i'm going to go with pca because i know 100 percent of that audience is into my product whereas at tpe theoretically a third or maybe are into my product and the rest are into gummies and cigarettes and pot and mushrooms and whatever what's stopping these people nick what's stopping these people though from making PCA time offers when not having to go like, Hey, PCA is around the corner. Look, we're not going to go. Oh, absolutely. Nothing. We're not going, we're offering you this. So I mean, they can do there is, that. Stuff. No, that's so, the thing. Absolutely. Nothing stops them from doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, you just got to have a sales force to go out and actually like tell your customers or at the very least a very robust, you know, email marketing or some sort of marketing platform where you can let your customers know, Hey, we've got these specials going on. You know, we're not going to be at the show, but if you want to get show deals, this is your opportunity. Well, if they're smart, they're going to do that at TPE. Oh, a hundred percent. Hey, look by now. That's fine. That's great. Here's the deal. Um, you know, we're going to have something at PCA time too. And therein lies an interesting point. You may have just figured that, you know, kind of solidified this for me, mm -hmm. a small brand that has the budget to only be at one show. Are they going to go to TPE? I see. I think they're going to go PCA and I think they're going to blast out deals at TPE time in order to generate a little cash, you know, at that time. Oh, you're going opposite. I'm going opposite. Maybe. See, the big, the big guys are going to do both because they have the budget for it. They have the sales force for it. And realistically, what was I talking about with the grocery store? The big guys are who is present at this grocery store. The big guys are who you see at the little roll-up, you know, liquor stores and and those kind of places. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. the the big guys are are more prevalent everywhere. So, yeah, Fuente, uh, General, Altidus, you know, they're gonna go to both because they can. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas, right. like, somebody like, for example, oh, God. I mean, um, well, look at Renee. Let's let's talk about Renee. Villiger. I mean, well, I mean, let's be real. Villiger's a big company. Sure. Because, in yeah, Europe. Big so, OCs, like, they yeah. have a big presence. It's just not so much necessarily right now in the, you know, northern uh, North America area. But, but, like, there's money behind Villiger. Um, I'm trying to, th- I'm thinking like a, like a, like a southern, so like an all states, like a southern draw in all states. Yeah. Um, you know, precisely. I mean, you know those those uh, Crux, one of those kind of brands that, you yeah. know, that when they're looking at it, are they saying like, oh God, you know, we do this here, we do this here, you know, what are we gonna do? I, I'm telling you, I my gut tells me that the retailers are gonna pick PCA, and I think the brands follow the retailers. And to your point. Maybe that takes a year for the brands to realize, holy shit, the retailers all went with this. We need to shift. But I think that shift is going to happen at some point. Yeah, I don't think it happens this year, but I I, I don't know. But I asked for my elbow on that, but, but that's I will what say, I feel about. I will say this. These retailers have had a – they're going to have had a year to prepare for this because mm-hmm. TP was, what, February this year? You know, mm-hmm. PCA announced its whole March thing not too terribly long after TPE, I don't mm-hmm. believe. So, like, it's been nearly a year by the time these shows happen that everybody's had time to plan. If a uh, manufacturer was smart, you know, let's I you know let's just draw a name out of a hat. If Drew Estate was smart, well, they're big. They're going to go to both. They're big, yeah. Um, but like, uh, let's say a Mickey. Let's say a, an All Saints Cigars. All Saints Cigars. If he's smart. And he knows that this is going to be a thing. If I were him, I'd be directing my sales force that when you're out talking to your customers, when you're out doing your sales calls, ask. Ask your retailers. Hey, next year we got two trade shows coming up at a relatively close period of time. You know, are you leaning towards one or the other? Do you go to both? Are you, you know, do you only go to this? Do you only go to that? Start getting the data and start looking Mm -hmm. at it because I think that is going to dictate who goes where. Yeah. No, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it just sucks that they're so close together. It does. I wonder, I'd have to look. I'm sure PCA's there during March Madness, too. So that's going to up a lot of costs. Yep. <laughs> so that's true. It's the end of March, right? Uh, yeah. It's like 23rd it's, or something like it's that. It's late March, yeah. Yeah. So, it's, so yeah. That's, that's March Madness I'm time. Sure and that's when the prices are going to be up. And Vegas yeah, is so, going to be freaking crazy. That's another factor. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, especially, you know, see, I, I've wanted to, I've always wanted to go to PCA because it's at the Venetian. Yeah. At the same, but see, this, and that's where I stay. But, see, you next, know? but next year it's not 24. No, next year it's, it's at not, the right. same convention center that TPE's at. Right. Right. So, right. you know, you, you're not, yeah, you're not even getting that. So it's crazy. Anyway, well, speaking of Villiger. It's time for the Villiger Cigars Entertainment Report, brought to you by Villiger. Villiger Cigars, one of the leading cigar and cigarello manufacturers in the world, founded in 1888 and still family-owned and operated. Head over to VilligerCigars.com and check the store locator to find a shop near you that carries them. We guarantee that Villiger Cigars will be a wonderful addition to your humidor and cigar rotation. So we are smoking the Villiger Miami 2023. Um, I don't know where you're at in this cigar, but I I'm have cruising uh, through it. 
I am in the – I've just kind of come to the start of the final third. I may have entered the final yeah, third at this point. Um, I, I've really enjoyed this Villager Miami so far. I would say that it is very smooth. It, it You know, I would mm-hmm. – it's solid. It, it says on the card, medium. I, I think it's a medium. I think it's a light medium. I, I don't I yeah, don't necessarily medium max yeah medium at the max me, medium at the max I I, I would say mm-hmm. that it's a light medium the retro hail is where the punch is at in this cigar mm-hmm. um but I'd give it a four on the strength strength eh, yeah yeah Mid- the retro hail might pump it up just a little bit more for me if you include that in I'd say solid five but the actual but but smoking experience yes four yeah overall yeah. even with the retro I mean the retro does kick that in but you have to retro for it, you know, even though I do that all the time still, mm-hmm. I would, I would still give it a four. Um, but yeah, it's a good cigar. It's, um, surprisingly really flavorful. Um, yeah. it, it's definitely complex. I mean, we didn't sit, I didn't sit and try no, to figure I out the say, flavors and not, stuff, but you, you know, tell. yeah, but no, there's, I mean, for sure. and, and, uh, you know, I've, I've smoked a fair number of Villagers and, um, uh, you know, this one coming in at seventeen dollars MSRP, that's probably on the the higher side of their of their portfolio. Um, yep. But uh, you know, if if you're going to present this as a uh, a limited edition release, ten thousand cigars, you know, put out total, and then also kind of like a uh, um, higher end product. I think the smoking experience warrants that seventeen bucks. I mean, like you know, look, well, the experience is is no problems at all. No, I mean, like, look, is it a twenty five dollar smoke? I think seventeen. No. I think seventeen's fair. I, I think seventeen's fair. But um, yeah, no, I'm digging it. Sure. So, Villager Cigars Entertainment Report. What have you been watching? Did you figure it out? Mm, you want me to I go? I do. I remember to. One thing I don't think we talked about last time, or if I was, if I watched it after, um, but I've been doing more podcasts. Yeah, you go because I, I literally just had another one that I, I thought of that I forgot. Go so ahead, I, you go first. So I spent some time at the movie theater yesterday. I got Ooh. done with that. I got done with the newspaper. Relatively the adult theater. Re- yeah. <laughs> no. 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 Um, I spent some time at. <laughs> the, I, <laughs> Um, no, I, I went and did a double feature yesterday cause, uh, at the movie theater here on Tuesdays, it's, um, uh, $6 tickets. So mm-hmm. no matter what it is, even if it came out the Friday prior, you know, it's six bucks. And, um, uh, I don't normally get to do that because like I said, normally it's my layout day, but I got done really early to where I found myself in the afternoon going like, shit, I got time. I'm going to go to the movies. And nice. um, so I did a double feature. I went and saw Blue Beetle, which is the superhero, uh, yep, DC yep. superhero. And you know what? Look, is it the best movie ever made? No. But it was entertaining. It was fun. Um, I didn't need to know. I didn't need to watch 19 other movies in order to enjoy it. Um, it was it, – it, I, I think it's a good family film. It definitely emphasized, you know, um, the importance of – and the strength of family, it, um, uh, I mean, like, it wasn't, you know, there's nothing gratuitous in it. So, like I said, I think I think for what it was, I think it was a really solid movie. And um, 
it didn't do that well in the box office, but there were probably eight or ten of us in there at 620 on a Tuesday night. So, I mean, realistically, I don't think that's too bad. I think it's got some legs to it, but whatever, you know. I mean, it's... it's did you sit right next to somebody? No, I did not, thankfully. I hate that. So, the, I don't know how it is with theaters where you're at, but, like, all the ones here have gone to that thing where you go online and you pick your seat, and right. it's like the love seats, you know, and they do the yep, reclining yep. and all that shit and everything. Um, I always look for an empty love seat, and I pick a spot, and the only time I've ever gone to a movie by myself where I've had to share a love seat with somebody, and thankfully, there is the armrest in the middle. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, you can raise it if you're there with, like, a lady friend and you want to, like, snuggle, snuggle, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, I kept it down, was uh, the <laughs> Avengers Endgame. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the big event, the big Avengers movie, you know, I, I was able to, uh, I shared that with a gentleman. I don't, whatever <laughs> it is, what it is, but, uh, you know, it was fine, but, yeah. um, but no, blue beetle was good. And then the other movie that I went and saw right afterwards <laughs> was just the biggest piece of brain candy, like, all sweet, no nutritional value whatsoever. The Meg 2. I don't even know what that is. So it's Jason Statham fighting giant fucking sharks. Oh, my God. So the Meg is... Sounds awful. It's the Megalodon shark, you know? Okay. It's like the, yeah, 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 the yeah. super giant great white. So they did the Meg, and that came out a while ago. That had Rain Wilson and Jeez. Jason Statham in it and everything. Well, this is the sequel. And in this one, Jason Statham and his crew, they go into the trench where they go past the like the, the, the cold water barrier thing that keeps the Megs down in the, the hot, you know, the, the water in the trench and everything. They go down there and they find like, you know, oh, there's people mining for valuable minerals and shit down here and whatnot. And so anyway, chaos ensues. There's there's Megs, there's multiple Megs, multiple giant sharks this time. Um, there's these like little like proto fish amphibian things that can like be on land but also are in the water that are almost like velociraptor kind of deals and then also of course at the end you get a giant i mean giant octopus that mm. comes out from underneath there and so by the end of this thing you're on this island it's called fun island which it's basically a resort island and like there's Megs just eating people left and right. There are giant octopuses lifting people out and eating them. I mean, then at one point you get a fight between the giant octopus and a Meg shark, and it's just epic. I mean, it makes this shit. Oh, dude, this was Jesus. the biggest freaking piece of brain candy. And like Jason Statham's on a freaking jet ski with, I swear to God, I'm not even joking. He took oars and he used a hacksaw to cut them at an angle to make a spear and and he attached explosives on it so he's got four of them and he's on this jet ski and he's going around and there's four megs in the water and he's trying to get close so he can like chuck it at the th- and like blow up a meg and he did that to oh, like, so he had four for four sharks four for, he had one shot per shark and he got one of them but then like before and i'm gonna spoil this so at the end there's one shark left and a helicopter has gone down and he's like rushing over to get to the people with the helicopter and he's on this like rocky very small little rocky island thing and the helicopter blade which mind you is freaking huge 
mm-hmm. like on this rock, and so the Meg is going for the people in the helicopter. Well, he takes the blade and he bashes it against the water a couple of times in order to track the Meg. And the Meg comes over and, and jumps up like this to try and like like if he's here, the Meg's coming up like this to like eat him. Well, he takes the helicopter rotor blade thing puts it up like this and braces it against the gro- the rocky like island thing and just impales the meg like as it's like coming out Im- impa- he fucking impaled a megalodon on a helicopter blade dude it was no dude it was the cheesiest most awesome like, oh, it was badass. Not so, the awesome part. It oh, dude, I was sitting there the whole time just like, this is so fucking stupid, but I love it so much. It was so dumb. But, yeah, so the Meg 2. If you want some Meg just two. cheesy, absolutely nothing but ridiculous giant shark versus, you know, Jason Statham action, the Meg 2. I enjoyed it. it yeah, was, you mentioned – um. You mentioned you mentioned uh, movie theaters, so mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen this. I ended up catching this like I don't know if it was a YouTube short or what, but it was this whole like prank thing set up yeah. where they filled the theater with all these rough, tough like biker dudes, mm-hmm. and they only left the whole theater was filled with them. Like they're in the leather vests, and oh, we got ten percent left um, leather vests and all this shit. Well, we're speeding this episode up, I guess. Yeah, right. (laughs) And they only left two seats in the middle of all of them. Oh, fuck. And they had couples coming out of the tunnel looking up going like, what the fuck? (laughs) So most of them walked out. They didn't even go into the movie. Really? So one couple, one couple decided to walk in, and when they sat down, like the whole place cheered, lights went on, they cracked beers, and it was pretty funny. It was, it was oh. kind of cool to see. It was like a nice social experiment. There you go. It was pretty funny. So, there you go. So yeah. what have you been watching? Uh, okay. So Before I, watched, I lose you. <laughs> that's okay. I can actually hop on uh, my iPhone, too, if I need to. Um, so I watched this, this thing. It's on YouTube. A friend of mine told me about it. I forget what it's called. But it's like the Vegas mole people. It's all about the tunnels and the communities in Vegas. So all the homeless people that live down there yeah, and how they get. So you've seen recently it got super flooded. They talk about the floods that go through there because all the water comes down into these tunnels. Okay. It fills these tunnels and these people get, they call it the ride. They end up going for the ride and and they die for the most part. Some of these people have survived it, but it's just crazy. They live, they're homeless and they live under the, under the, um, under the tunnels. It's wild to like see the community down there and the people that they interview. One guy's, one guy's funny, but um, they're crazy. You know what I mean? Like to live in a freaking tunnel. Yeah. Like it's it's unbelievable like they're not allowed to go in the casinos as soon as they walk in they got security taking them out stuff um it's it's a pretty cool doc to watch i think it's called vegas mole people what was that on Uh, youtube it was just like a a 40 minute youtube thing yeah okay okay um so i watched that and then the other thing i don't remember if i watched it i tell you i watched uh finally i've been wanting to see it forever uh winnie the pooh blood and honey no I watched it. Oh I, God! I, I rented it and watched it one oh, night. Oh God! You were talking about that the last time you were on that you were oh, going to rent God. it, but okay. Fucking hilariously bad. It's oh. just it's terrible, but it is so. I mean, 
<laughs> it's the premise is fucking hilarious. I mean, look, Christopher Robin leaves for college and he leaves them to fend for themselves and then they become feral. So like Winnie the Pooh and, and Eeyore and uh uh oh god Piglet. Uh, He's running around. Piglet, yeah. yeah, Piglet. They become feral and they're just like against humans and like they hate humans and everything. So Christopher oh Robbins, God. it starts off where he brings his girlfriend there to show. He's like, Pooh, where are you? And then it's just like one of those gory 80s, like slasher things at that point. Yeah. It, oh my God. It's fucking, it's terribly bad. I enjoyed watching it. It was funny. I laughed a lot. Okay. Um, okay. So it was that. And then the only other thing I could think of is the, um, I've, I've been continuing that Michael Jackson podcast. That's been, really I started good. listening to that and that is good. Yeah. I have, I, I think I've got maybe, two episodes banked up that I still need to listen to. I've been behind on my podcasts. It's like mm. I was saying, I think the last time, um, sometimes I'm in the mood for music in the car. Sometimes I'm in the mood for podcasts and driving yeah, around today. It was, it was all music. Like, you know, I still haven't listened to Saturday cigar authority. I need to do that. Yeah. You know, but uh, I did that. I, I listen to that usually when I'm doing the lawn, it's pretty good. It takes just exact amount of time. Oh, Cause man. I listen to everything on one, one and a half speed, you know? Oh, that's true. So, Cause you're busting yeah. through it. That's right. We we all yeah. sound like chipmunks, you know. Yeah. Well, no, actually, it's weird because if I listen to it on regular speed, you sound yeah. like a super slow. You know, it's crazy. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it uh, that I can think of. It's been a lot of sports because football's back now. So yeah, uh, a, lot, Boy, a lot of football. I saw the the highlight reel for Aaron Rodgers uh, with oh the Jets. Uh, it basically was just video of him coming out of the tunnel holding mm-hmm. the American flag, and that was the extent. His most funny about that is, um, I don't want to so, laugh at somebody's misery, but like, no, no, shit, no, man. So, what's funny is like all these like sports books, right? Yeah, and you know, they get new customer offers, so they call them boosts. Yeah, um, so there was this one little small sports book that, uh, for all new customers in the first week, they got this special boost bet for Monday Night Football, okay, and the bet was. Um, usually it's like minus like 2000, you got to lay $2,000 to win a dollar, right? Cause it's, yeah. it's an automatic, it's a slam dunk. Yeah. So, but this offer was Aaron Rodgers over a half a passing yard, 0. Oh, 0.5 passing shit. yards over. So the amount of new customers that must, I don't know the numbers, but everybody, and then they usually max it at 50 bucks. Yeah. I can't imagine how many. Like that's like oh my god it's free fifty dollars what the hell they, didn't they all lost it. they all lost they all lost imagine that that's and I don't know if they refunded it I think they should have refunded it because it would have been great publicity for them oh, and they could yeah. just grow grow yeah. even bigger but uh, how fucked up is that that's oh, crazy my gosh so they're like f- like DraftKings so, does stuff like that yeah you know? like I, they did it Monday night like basically well, free fifty I think they did that Super Bowl bet where it was like you know pick the winner of the Super Bowl and you got mm-hmm. you know. 50 bucks it was like a five dollar bet and you won 50 bucks or something like that yeah and but, like Mon- but this week monday night DraftKings had for some people not everybody they had um just one point in the game needs to be scored max 50 dollar wager just one wow so i was like okay it's free 50 well, it's like, but it's say, smart it's, yeah because everybody's gonna keep it in there and just keep betting it for sure know? yeah so, and so it's like giving free money yeah so that was funny that that was that was the funniest thing. I, was, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but mm-mm, mm-mm. 
It's uh, like I, I was wondering why Zach Wilson's mom wasn't trending that night. That's uh, <laughs> that that was the biggest shock of everything. I don't know what so, you're talking about, but okay. Oh, you gotta look her up. Yeah, she's she's attractive. Zach Wilson's mom. Yeah. Yep. Let's let's, let's, let's real quick. Just why not? You yeah. know. Yeah. Sure. Well, I'm sitting Wilson's, on six percent. What the Zach hell? Zach Wilson's mom images. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. That's his mom? Well, there's something that, that his girlfriend that pops up, but his mom, you can see. Yeah, for sure. Right? That's his... The blonde here? Mm-hmm. This, yeah. That's his mom? Yeah. No. I, yeah, that's his mom. Yep. Holy shit. Right? Yeah, she does not look like she'd be... Well, but he's awfully young. No, he's super young. Yeah, he's only like 22, 23. So, yeah, so shit. Yeah. She could be like my age. I don't know. <laughs> she's not on your apps. Trust me. No, I know she's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I haven't found that one yet. <laughs> I haven't found that one yet. Um, yeah. So. Let me see. All right. Well, okay. You know what? Let me see if I can hop on. Will it, Will this allow me to join? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Look at that. Did you join there? I'm joining. Wi-Fi. How's this gonna work? This is going to be like this Hold weird on. inception where I have like three screens going. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, look at that. Oh, what is happening? Oh, now we're on the iPad again. I don't know. It depends on when we talk. All right. Hold on. So I'm you got to so. bail out of one. And then you're in that. Wow. Hold on now, let me. Technology. Oh, can you can you swivel it? Yeah. Oh, look at that. Bang. Wow. Can I do that? I don't think I can do a different view here, though. Can I? You sound a little different. I was going to say, does it sound different? Are your headfo- mm-hmm. Is your microphone plugged into the iPhone? It is now, yeah. Yeah, you sound a little different. Hold on. Like you sound, it doesn't. It doesn't sound like it's coming through the microphone. It sounds like it's coming through your phone. Yeah, it doesn't sound. Yeah, it does sound like I'm coming through the phone. Hold on. I don't know. Wonder if some way you can pick your phone as the, or your microphone as the input. I don't know. We're doing this on the fly, folks. You're just gonna have to accept it. This is what you get with a free podcast. Now I can't hear you at all. You're just. You're, uh, no. Now connected to audio. Yeah, I'm connected to audio. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I mean, I can hear you. You just don't. It sounds like you're coming through the phone, not, not the head, the, not the microphone. Probably because I did the double. Um, I just yeah. quit. Oh, how's that? I don't know. Say something else. Can you hear me now? I mean, I yeah. can hear you. Yeah. I'm you... not hearing you through my headphones. That's the crazy part. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. This is. This is. There's something going on. I don't know. Let me let me back out and come back in. Hold on. Okay. We can do that. We'll take a break here. So, uh, guys, I guess while he's gone, this will be the moment that I talk about My Monthly Cigars. It is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. I get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. He also has the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. And... Um, if you use Offerco Pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, gets you free shipping on your first box. So while you're over there at MyMonthlyCigars.com looking at, uh, you know, cigars, make sure you check out the reviews from our friend 30, uh, MySticks 35mm. And then also 
check out that fucking good coffee because it's fucking, fucking good. good. Don't be a fucker. Get the fucking good coffee. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yes. Yeah, I had to log out, log back. I got you. Nope. All better now. Cool, man. I'm 6% on the iPad. I got a lot of battery on this. Shit, let's stay up till 5 a.m. Why not? Oh, fuck. No. Mm -hmm. I I still got more work to do. (laughs) This has been a busy damn day, dude. You, I mean, like, I, I talked to you about it earlier. This has just been one of those days that just, like, didn't seem to ever end. But, yeah. uh, yeah, you know, it's okay. Yeah, I have days like it that. It is what it is. Tomorrow, it happens. Be, tomorrow will be nice and chill. Tomorrow's supposed to be super nice here weather-wise. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that. I'll tell you what. We have some gorgeous weather here in St. Louis pretty much for the next God knows how long. Uh, looking ahead at the forecast for Pulpit Fest weekend. Um, that's actually a good segue there. Um, mm. I looked ahead here. Son of a bitch. Come on. There we go. Um, Looking ahead. So, okay. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh-oh. Rain. <laughs> yeah, actually, it does look like rain. Um, uh, There was not rain in the forecast just the other day. There actually was sunny. That shit changes sunny. so fast. And that's the thing. So, hopefully, and, and it's only 37%. So, like, realistically, it may not even be an impact. But... Temperature-wise, we're looking at, like, 76 and 74 for the two days wow. of Pulpit Fest. Awesome. So, like, it's going to be gorgeous weather for sitting out and having cigars. And the nice thing is, look, Top Shooters has a covered pa- a patio as well as their outdoor patio. Uh, so we can sit and smoke there if need be. Um, and then additionally, uh, Dan's Place uh, has the 1,500-square-foot covered patio there for Saturday. Uh, for the first part of the day, and then the second place that we're going on Saturday, the 23rd, lit, that's indoor. So, like, you know, I mean, not that Dan's not indoor, but he has both indoor and outdoor lit. Mm-hmm. It's 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 bigger on the indoor, and so there's a lot more space. So, realistically, you know, we're, we're rocking and rolling, and if it rains, it rains. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Either which way, we'll make it work. So, hopefully cool. it doesn't rain, though, because that would <clears throat> Hopefully suck. it doesn't. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I mean, I, it rained a little bit last year. Mm, it did, just at a little shooters. bit at Top Shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, realistically, though, I think it'll be fine. I mean. Yeah, it, I wouldn't it, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not concerned. But, like I said, 37%, you know. That, oh, that's, God, I'm not worried that's, about that. Yeah. That's not that big of a deal. And it's not like it's, it doesn't look like it's thunderstorms. It looks like it's just rain. So we'll make, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Um, all about the company. Exactly. So, final thoughts on the Villager Miami 2023? I just put mine down. I was down to the down to the ass end. Yeah, I got a little bit left. Yeah, you got a little. Um, it's a good cigar. I'm digging it. Good cigar. Uh, the yeah. uh, the spice level was definitely there on the retrohale. I feel like that picked up as the cigar went along as well. Um, hmm. The the uh, I feel like the strength, the body of the cigar ramped up a little bit as it went along too i feel like in the beginning it was look it was very smooth and i would say light um oh yeah it was super light to start but uh, I'm, I'm at a four still i don't think it's gone past that eh, that final third i think picked up versus that final third and the first third were different well if you compare it to the cigar we just smoked for the other show for the review this show, one was lighter this one was this lighter. Was way lighter this yeah. one was definitely yeah. lighter than the one that we did for the review show so mm-hmm. Yep. Which, guys, at some point, that'll be coming soon on this feed. So if you uh, subscribe to the Cigar Pulpit 
uh, on any of the podcast feeds, you'll also be getting that as well. So, you know, you can yeah. find out uh, what's in our mouths. Yeah, give give us some feedback too. We're gonna need that. <clears throat> we want to know what you think, and uh, it's very c- very cigar heavy. It's it's not like yes, like you're not gonna get the BSing back and forth on on that like you get here. It's it's very cigar. We got a little blue, I think, but uh, yeah, tiny bit. but like it, it not like this shit. No, it's nowhere near as loosey goosey as this. So. No, it'll be a tighter show. It'll be shorter. It'll be you know, it's good, and I think it'll be good for people who. You know, you, who want to learn about tasting cigars? Listen, you and I are learning about it. Oh, for sure. It, you know, and uh, you know the the cool thing is, it's we're blind tasting cigars. We have no idea what they are, um, and we go through and we give you our flavor notes. and And this one was interesting. It was it was a good yeah, cigar. It was. It was, um, it was good. You know, not yep, to, and then we'll give you ratings spoil, and everything. Not to spoil the uh, end product and tell you guys yeah. what, what happened. Listen, it wasn't a it wasn't a you know blow my skirt up cigar, but it was a a, a good cigar. It was super solid. You know? Yeah. So so yeah, take a listen to that. That should be coming out. Uh, what's this one's comes Friday? Probably what middle of next week, maybe. Nah, that's all on you, buddy. You tell me. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm the work. I got to work on that. Uh, but uh, yeah. It, it, We'll, we'll get it out next week. Okay. We'll get it out next All week. Right. It'll come out. Uh, I'm going to shoot for Wednesday, but don't hold me to it. All right. Well, we'll um, sometime you guys will wake up one day and there'll be a new podcast and you'll be like, wait, what is that? And, and you know. Like, wow. And be free. Like, free Extra content. content. Yep. Free so, shit. There you go. Yeah, we give you free stuff all the time. Free stuff. Well, you give free stuff. Yeah. So I mean. I didn't yeah. listen to yesterday's show or Tuesday's show yet. Uh, celebrity ones or, yeah, or famous historical? It, it, yeah. it, 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 I mean, look, it was a solo episode, and uh, you know, I, so it sucked. Should I skip it? It did not suck, but it was probably <laughs> not. I mean, I'm freely willing to admit it was probably not top twenty episodes of all time. But uh, you know, it's one of those things that I, I, uh, when when listener Paul was in town and he and I did that show at Riverman, um. He watches on the YouTube, and uh, he Hi, Paul. he uh, acknowledged. Uh, we talked afterwards, and he he said something that stuck with me. He said that original sh- content, um, even if it's just me by myself, is way better than a repeat episode. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and, he's not wrong. And he's not wrong. So I'm like, you know what? And I've kind of kept that in my head. Look, in a perfect world, would I have had somebody to talk to? Yes. But... Mm-hmm a lot of things took place to where it's it's so hard when you don't have friends. I get it. Like I know, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Uh. so, Oh no. So I had to, (laughs) I had to do what I had to do. And so, you know, I got an episode put together. It is what it is. And, uh, it's not bad. It's short. At least you're only getting like 45 minutes worth of it. instead of you know, not like me sitting talking to myself for an hour and a half. So, that's good. That's always good. I mean, yeah. I think so. I don't know. Are your I, uh, I don't know what I would talk about. None of your um, <laughs> none of your uh, Star Trek, uh, you know, chat room buddies smoke cigars. I don't have a Star Trek chat room that I believe. No, you're not on the message boards not or anything on, like that. Not on the message boards in the Star Trek room. No, no. www.jewcities slash Star Trek slash NickMiller dot com. My uh, screen name is Spock's Lover, and, uh, <laughs> you know, 
Yeah. Jesus, no. man, stop picking up the phone. <laughs> Meatloaf. I'm, on, I'm online. <laughs> no, I do not do the uh, Star Trek chat rooms. Um, yeah, that's all right. Hey, that was a good show with your dad, by the way. Oh, uh, I appreciate I that. that. No. Yeah, I don't know if I told you that was a good show. I, you know, he had, uh, he had a good disappointed. Time. Nobody else, nobody really called in, but uh, he yeah, had a few and it was a light. It was, Nobody, well, nobody called in with like specifically like embarrassing. I mean, I guess there was the one that was asking about. They had a chance to shoot their shot, jerking off. You uh, know, that's that's on them, man. That's on them. They didn't they they didn't shoot their shot, and you know, you know, it's uh, it is what it is. Well, it's like I keep saying. It's like I keep saying the ask the boys thing. It's down to one a month because nobody calls in, and uh, or very few people call in. So. You know, yeah. it's like I would bring it back as a weekly thing on the regular if I had the calls for it. And, uh, well, I don't. So, you know, yeah. whatever. But such is life. So, oh, well, well, speaking of else. Ask the Boys, why don't we go ahead and get in the socials? And I'm available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit. I'm available on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. And that's a fun thing. You guys should get in on that. I'm um, on Twitter and X where I do every once in a while I do a little something something I haven't done I keep forgetting I it's not yeah. a regular habit of mine and so like I keep forgetting to do it um, mm-hmm. YouTube where you can watch this and guys ask the boys area code 863-874-0000 call in call in with your calls questions concerns criticisms whatever you possibly have I want to hear it. It it makes that episode so much better when there's a lot more interaction. I mean, I think at one point I had like, you know, there was one episode where I think we had like 12 calls. Now, granted, like 10 of them were for Trent. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, I mean, like it's 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 more fun when we have a whole bunch of different calls. So, like, you know, get, yep. your, get your calls in. And, and obviously, you listen to this show. We talk about all kinds of shit. It doesn't have to be cigars. If you want to call in and talk about this planet that was discovered, say that. I don't care. Just let's get some listener interaction. Let's, let's give call, give call. suggestions on uh, the entertainment stuff too. Like I'm, I'm oh, I'd love to hear. I dude, I'd love to hear suggestions on I know. documentaries to watch. Like or every episode, podcasts. we're giving out to what we're watching and entertained by. But like guys, like yeah, totally give us some suggestions because. Yep. You know, that's that's fun. I know last episode he was on, Mike Brinker was saying, you know, give us uh, your recommendations for uh, uh, cigars for smoking outdoors. I mean, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of things that you guys can give us. So just, just call in, throw out some stuff. Be a part of the experience. Be a parishioner. Exactly. Otherwise, we'll kick you out of the church. Excommunicate <laughs> you. <laughs> but that's area code 863-874-0000. And everybody can follow you. Well, don't be creepy about it, but yeah, on the socials you can follow me. That's what I was yep, getting at. Yep. Yeah, at my monthly cigars everywhere. Um, I'm more on Twitter than uh, the Nick is. Actually, who who's on Twitter a little bit more is is the King. The Fa King is on Twitter, ah. so got to follow him there. Um, and then of course, FaKingGoodCoffee.com. Get yourself some pulpit blend. I was sucking that stuff down today like crazy. Um, yeah, I was that. drinking that. I didn't mention that that uh, I was I was drinking that on the on the other episode we did. So ah. uh, I was drinking it iced. So it's awesome either way. Well, look yeah. at you. Yeah, look at me. Being look all, at me being all bougie. I like my iced coffee. So so okay. So like. All right, I'm going to ask a very ignorant question. And um, 
you know, this is me literally showing my my complete lack of coffee knowledge. Okay. Um, so when you say iced coffee, mm-hmm. you brew it in the pot just like normal, and then you just pour it over ice? So you can, yeah. Um, I brew it over ice. So, oh. like, for me, a lot of times what I'll do is – you can do it that way. That That's 100%. So you when can you definitely brew it way. over ice, how does that work? Because, like, I've so just – because you've seen my coffee. I have that basic yep. coffee pot. Yep. You can do that. That That's something – with the. that's definitely something you do. You fill your glass with ice, and then you fill – I usually do eight ounces of coffee Because um, I feel like – do you let it come down to room temperature before you pour it over the ice? Cause no, if it's coming because out, what I do is actually – to make it, it easier. melt that ice and just water it down? Not completely. Not if you put enough ice in there. Okay. So um, what I do is I actually – to make it easier, uh, I use my Keurig. Um, I use the reusable, ca- uh, the reusable cups yeah. where I can fill it with ground coffee. So I'm not using the crappy, you know, K cup coffee. Yeah. So I'm using, you know, fucking coffee and I'm putting that in the reusable cup and I'm putting a glass of ice underneath and I'm brewing it over the ice. And then I'll put in a little bit more ice if it's watered down to, I mean, if it's, if there's not that much ice in there. Okay. Um, the only time I don't, I drink coffee black. But when I have iced coffee, I do one little packet of uh, Truvia, okay, and um, which is stevia, and then I do a splash, like literally a splash of half and half. Okay, I don't do that in hot coffee. I just do it in iced coffee. It comes out awesome, and the daily press is is awesome over ice. So, but yeah, you can do it either way. Like so, so in your case, you don't have the curry. You brew a pot. And just have a whole big glass of ice, pour it over, and and then toss in whatever you need, the milk or half and half or sugar or whatever. Um, yeah, it's uh, very simple to do. I mean, cold brew is different. You have to actually um, brew that differently, like through it seeps <laughs> essentially okay. through all the grounds. Um, and then that's that you can sit in the fridge. That takes a little bit longer, uh, a lot longer actually than um, – than iced coffee. Iced coffee is instant. You do it right away. You know, the cold brew, you kind of give it a day okay. and then it's, then it's ready to go. Cause it takes forever. You want the water to sit in the grounds and then you will then release it and it'll drip through into the carafe and, uh, and then you can drink it from there. So interesting. you pour that over ice too. Yeah. It's multiple different ways. I do a lot of like, um, so I have an espresso machine. I'll do an espresso. Um, I'll pour it hot in, in, an, in a little cup, espresso cup, and then I'll take, um, I use a, like a, what the hell is it called? The shaker, like a, a, a for booze. What the hell is it called? Oh, We shake yeah, like the drinks in it. I'm not calling it. But anyway, so I'll put ice and a I little bit of milk the word, in there. Well, I'm not going to say the word I have in my head. It's all right. It's too close <laughs> so to I'll take, anyway, um, so it's really good. I'll take. Uh, I'm sorry. How was that? that what was that motion again, by the way? Yeah, I know. I, didn't, I made sure it stopped. <laughs> um Suddenly, I didn't want to do that again. Suddenly, the put, gift uh, from the other episode may or may not happen. So. Maybe I won't post that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll fill that with ice, and then I'll put um, milk in there, a little bit of milk or a little bit of half and half. Okay. Right? Probably about maybe two ounces. And then I'll put the shot in there, the shot of espresso, and then I'll shake that up, and it comes out, and I'll pour it over another glass of ice. Like, I'll strain it over a glass of ice comes out awesome 
Like, I mean, it just comes out with that. Just like, it looks amazing. Okay. I'll have to make one and, and post it. Um, now I actually want one. So maybe I'll make one tomorrow. comes out phenomenal. You ought to make so an amazing. instructional video. Yeah. I got to do a lot of things, Nick. I mean, I'm just telling you. It's an idea. I know you're telling me. You're giving me work now. I'm throwing out ideas. You don't have to do mm. shit. I'm just telling you that if, you know. You're right. I don't. It might be an interesting <laughs> thing for those of us who are called mm -hmm. ignorant to see, like, how this is done. But, you know. Yeah, it gets a little fancy with that. But, yeah, it's I mean, okay. I could do an ice iced coffee. It's real simple. Okay. We just told everybody. Exactly. So. Okay. Very easy. All I'm right. done with this thing. I'm about to put it down. Yep, I am done with my Villiger Miami. Once again, thank you to Renee from Villiger for sending the awesome swag for the goodie bags. Goodie bags will be available at Pulpit Fest, so if you're showing up to Pulpit Fest, you know, you're, you you have Villiger to thank for, for you know, the, the goodie bags. So Yeah, I wish I, was, I wish I was there just for that. Oh, yeah, because you saw it. Nice. It's going to be good. It's going to mm -hmm. be real good. So. I won't be there, but I will be in the following week. I'll be at uh, the New England Cigar Expo. I know. You're, so if you're, you're going you know, up there. You're better dealing me for the bigger event. Well, I get it. You know? Hey, listen, you, you've <laughs> scheduled it. But listen, if, if you're going there, you know, come find me. Say hi. I'll there be there go. both days, Friday and Saturday for the dinner. And Dave's got some surprises. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm excited for that. That'll be good. Micro wrestling turns into a micro orgy. Uh, I hope that's not the surprise. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it might. I really hope it's not. That's Mr. Jonathan's surprise. He's gonna, uh, you know, I'm not gonna say. He's that gonna one. run into the ring wearing a yellow ribbon, and all of a sudden, everything just goes crazy. Oh, that might be the surprise. Maybe the grappler shows up. Ooh, now that could be oh, fun. That could be oh, fun. The, the grappler gets the in the ring. Grappler gets wow. involved with the micro wrestling. Uh, that would be. That would be something. okay. That would be pretty that cool. Yeah, that'd be really funny, actually. It would be. If that happens, oh, well, that, you gotta you gotta videotape. We gotta get we gotta get my that. my guess on uh, one of the surprises. I, I I and I'm probably way off, but I feel like Bill Burr is gonna be showing up. Oh fuck! Come I on, I think that would be amazing. Come That's my, I mean, look, they keep talking about him. I don't know. I don't know. Not saying I don't know. I don't man. know. But, that would but be would, a, be a, maybe I'm dreaming. That'd be a big get. That'd be a big get. Let's put it that way. Hey, if anybody can, can pony up the cash, I know who can. <sighs> yeah, that's... And it ain't me. And no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Well, guys... Cool. Well, thanks for uh, sitting with me for six hours tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. <laughs> well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Nick. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. You know you gotta change this music, right? The front one, not this one. Oh, not the back one. Yeah, the back one's fine. Sounds like a crazy porno. I know, right? Yes. Now it's getting real nasty. <laughs> Someone just took their pants off. You wanna see that? <laughs> Delivery. Let me smoke your cigar, honey. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do with that cigar? And then it, then it kicks in there. Yeah, it's pretty good porn music. I mean, you know, it's that. It's that I know that's why I picked it. I mean, I didn't actually. I picked it because it was kind of like fun and happy at the end. But yeah, yeah but you know, it's uh, fun and happy. But porn music, I mean, I guess. Yeah, now everybody's going to think it's a porno. Hey. What would the porn name be? 
or the cigar pulp out. Like you know how they do like movies, they redo movies with porn names. Yeah, in them? like what, saving, what, what would the porn Saving Ryan's Privates? You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would the cigar um, pulpit be? <laughs> I don't know. What would the cigar pulpit porno name be? That's interesting. That would be. You know what? Call in on there Ask you the go. Boys. Ask the boys. Area code 863-874-0000. And, uh, oh, God, this is going to go poorly. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but it might be good. Might be good. There you go. Oh, well. All right. Fuck it. I'm going to bed. Take it easy, guys. Thanks, man.